Hey, sweet friend, I cannot wait to dive in with you today. This is such a fun episode to outline and prepare for. So today we're going to cover my six-step system to meal planning and prep and five tips to simplify cooking itself. And then I'm going to scatter a bunch more time-saving strategies, tricks, and hacks throughout. So I cannot wait to dive in with you today. So thank you for being here. So this is really going to help you simplify and streamline the process of eating healthy, of getting healthy dinners on the table for you and your family making it much easier, much less painful, even with your busy life. I know we do not have all the time in the world as busy moms, especially as working moms. So let's help you save time, energy, money, and stop overcomplicating this. So these are going to bring you a bunch of easy hacks to really simplify meal planning and prep so that you can get started today. And my goal for you is that this reduces a lot of the stress and anxiety and overwhelm around what's for dinner, how to eat healthy, and take such a big mental load off of your shoulders in how to prioritize your and your family's health, your nutrition, and to actually make the progress you want to see in your fitness goals. And so if you're ready to nourish your family and your own body, then this is for you. The reason why I've become so passionate about this over time is because in my early motherhood, I was constantly trying to find healthy, easy recipes for me and my family. And this felt so burdensome. I loved cooking for my family. I love eating. I love food. I'm really passionate about nutrition, but this felt very stressful and it felt like this huge weight on my shoulders that I was carrying for our whole family. The mental load is super heavy here. And I know for you, it's probably the same being the one who, you know, is responsible for planning all the meals, cooking all or most meals, keeping track of what's for dinner at all times. You know, what do we have in the pantry and fridge? What are we out of? When are we going to go grocery shopping? What are we going to buy from the store? What's on sale? You know, if we run out of any of those other random items around the house, like toilet paper, you know, what do we need to add to the list to pick up to what's safe or not safe for my baby to eat as he's just getting started with solid foods, um, you know, methods to feeding purees or baby led weaning or combination nursing around the clock and just trying to fuel my own body to maintain my own milk supply. All of that, so much stress, you know, in addition to obviously, you know, having our own health and fitness goals, trying to get back to height and weight standards, you know, really wanting to see the changes that I wanted to see in my own body, wanting to lose my baby weight, wishing I had a flatter, more toned stomach and just feeling like, okay, I really want to get rid of these parts of my body that I don't like when I look in the mirror now after motherhood. And also feeling a lot of kind of restriction around food and anxiety over what I was eating. And so that's a lot. And that's what I was experiencing. And, and maybe some of that resonates with you too. And so I would spend hours searching Pinterest to try to find, you know, fast, easy, healthy recipes for me and my family. But I just did not have a system that worked. And I just felt like every day it was just such a, by the time we got to dinner, you know, we we're exhausted from long work day. My baby really just needs me, wants to nurse, you know, missed me all day, was really overtired by that point. Um, you know, as, as he got older, it was just like hanging on me. And, you know, it's like now even, you know, anytime that we're cooking dinner, usually that's when you get the kind of dump of the emotions of the day because you're their safe space. And, you know, you've got one kid crying, one kid screaming, and you're just trying to do the best you can to get dinner on the table, you know, so you can get to the bedtime routine, so you can spend some quality time with your family. It's just like, it feels like chaos sometimes, right? And so we do not have time to cook super long meals. And, but at the same time, we want to have meals that we enjoy and that are healthy, that really help support us in our goals and that nourish our bodies and our families. I know that's kind of the backdrop for me in all of this conversation about meal planning and meal prep and how to eat healthy and you know how to prioritize our nutrition in our busy lives. And so today I hope that these practical tips really 
help simplify things for you and help reduce a lot of the overwhelm that can come because this is a system that I've kind of figured out that has worked for me in my own busy life as a military mom. And I hope that it does the same for you. And this is going to be something that, you know, you can take any steps and run with it and you can really adapt this to your life. So that's my goal for you. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Hey sister, welcome to Arm to the Heart. Do you want to make an impact as a military mom and be the best mom and leader you can be at the same time? Are you finding yourself stressed and weighed down by guilt with how much your time, your work steals from your family and often worry that they're getting the leftovers of you? Do you feel alone carrying the heavy load of pregnancy, postpartum, of motherhood in uniform, with so many expectations to perform in your job, stay physically fit, and such little support? Hey, I'm Megan, and in my early years as an active duty mom in the army, I was so burnt out. I was just wishing for more time with my baby, the freedom to actually put my family and faith first while still giving my best to the team. And I was giving all I had, but it just never felt like enough. Trying to bounce back quickly, feeling all those pressures to prove myself in a male-dominated unit, trying to manage the home the best of my ability, and keep our marriage strong through so much long distance and dual military life. I just felt like I was falling short in all of it, but especially failing my family. I felt exhausted. I felt trapped in the army, like I was losing myself in what mattered most along the way and just doubting whether all of those sacrifices were worth it. I finally cried out to God to direct my path, and he started showing me that there's a different way to find more balance and more purpose. So in this podcast, you're going to find time management strategies, holistic health and fitness tips, and mindset transformations so you can find that balance that you long for to be who you're called to be for both your family and your work without having to compromise what's most important. So lace up those boots and put on the armor of God. Let's run this race up before us as sisters in arms, as sisters in Christ. Okay, so let's dive into my system, my six-step process itself to plan and to prepare your meals. So number one, step number one, is to take inventory. So I want you to take stock of a few different things. The food that you have in both your fridge and your pantry, and also your schedule. First thing, go through your fridge, see what's expired, see what needs to be used quickly, um, see what you've got that you can make meals out of. Same thing with your pantry. Take mental note or take physical note, you know, as you're getting used to this process. Then the next thing I want you to do is to make sure, you know, wherever you keep your your list of the things that you need, the things you need to restock on, those one-off items you're out of, like, you know, I'm out of peanut butter, I'm out of olive oil, I'm out of toilet paper, pull from that list wherever you have it. And if you don't have a good system, I recommend you just make sure you keep it in the same place every single week so you're not pulling from, like, five different places of sticky notes, of, you know, notes on your phone, of text messages, whatever it is. So just have one place that is consolidated just so you don't lose things because I know that's been... Sometimes I've, I've fallen into that trap. Uh, and then the next thing that I want you to inventory is to take stock of your calendar, your schedule for the week. You know, what are you guys doing as a family? Do you have things going on that are going to be, you know, maybe longer work days or maybe it's extracurricular events or maybe it's certain things on your schedule that you know, okay, these are the days that I need to plan not to cook. So you're going to plan to cook certain days, right? And plan your meals for certain days, but you're also going to plan. These are the days that we are going to need to order takeout. These are the days that, you know, we want to order out. We want to order a pizza and just you know, relax that night. So maybe that's a tradition for you um, and something that you want to account for. Step number two is you're going to pull out your list of your go-to family recipes. So if you don't already have this, I want you to write down 10 to 15 easy to make, tried and true, trusted meals that, you know, your whole family pretty much likes that, you know, majority of the days, majority of your family is going to eat this meal. If you don't already have that list written up, I want you to write that down in a place that you can always reference it. Then you're going to decide your meals. You're going to write them down. So you're going to go by day of the week you know what meals are you going to be cooking or what meals are you going to eat that day and you're also going to again account for those you know long days extracurriculars takeout so based on what is on your plate you know your what are you carrying 
as far as your schedule goes and the things, your responsibilities, you're going to decide what's going to go on your physical plate. No pun intended there. And then you're going to plan to cook, but also plan not to cook, right? And then you're going to display that plan somewhere that you can see it and that your spouse can see it too. So a big step here is communication. So, you know, maybe it's a dry erase board that you have that everybody can see in your kitchen area. Maybe it's in a digital calendar that you can reference at all times. You know, maybe it's using an index card system where you've got those go-to meals all written on index cards and you flip it over and you see, you know, here's all the ingredients of the recipe and the steps of the recipe if you need that to be written down. And then you're going to display that, you know, with magnets up on your fridge or clothespins up on a string. And that's your system for displaying, you know, here's my meal plan for the week. So everybody is tracking it at any time. And if, you know, you get home late from work that day, you know, your husband can start cooking the meal or whatever it might be. However, your system is run or maybe you're, you're stationed apart and it's just you and you want to make sure you've got a plan so you're not trying to figure out, like have the extra load every single day of, oh my gosh, you know, what am I going to cook? And you're digging through your fridge, trying to figure out, you know, while your kids are crying and screaming. That's not fun. I know I've been there way too many times. All right. Number three is we're going to make the grocery list. So now that you've decided what am I going to make for this week or what are my meals going to be, you're going to make that grocery list accordingly. So I just want to give you the stat here without a list, we can spend up to 40% more and we're going to waste food. We're going to end up impulse purchasing so many things based on our cravings. When we go into that grocery store and we're just not going to have a plan to use all that food. And it's just not the most efficient way to do it. It's not the most time efficient. It's not the most money efficient. So we're going to make that grocery list based on what we are going to plan to eat that week. And it sounds super simple, but I know this is a step that most of us that ends up falling to the wayside. And I know for me, you know, when I get lazy and I don't want to plan, I'm like, I'm just going to wing it. It's not good. We can reduce so much time, energy, and money by just taking that extra step to plan first. All right. Number four is to go shopping. So, you know, if you go in person, I recommend having big reusable grocery bags that you can throw everything in. It's going to save you a bunch of trips back and forth from your car to carry all the bags. It's going to save a lot of waste. And it's also going to allow you to organize your stuff better so that all the cold stuff can be in, in one bag. And hopefully, you know, you've got one of those reusable bags or two of those reusable bags are cooler bags as well. All right. And then the other step with grocery shopping that I recommend looking into, if you haven't considered this already, online ordering. And so, you know, there's obviously a cost and a benefit to all these things. But I know for me in certain seasons of my motherhood, it's just been a million times easier to do online ordering. And for various reasons, maybe it's early postpartum. I'm like, you know, it's a way big of a hassle to get out the door. And that's a stage when I'm like, yes, I will order in. I will have all these groceries delivered right to my front door. You know, maybe it's seasons where you just, you don't want to spend a couple hours doing the whole entire grocery shopping and lug your kids around and, you know, try to time it to where they're not overtired and you don't have kids crying by the end of it and it can be a lot. And so I recognize that and I just encourage you, there's no shame in automating and delegating this task to somebody else to do your actual grocery shopping for you. I know I enjoy going into the grocery store and my kids really enjoy it, but sometimes I'm like, okay, this is going to take too much time and energy for what I have today. So I'm going to do an online order. I'm going to do a pickup order and end up ordering it to where I can pick it up just on the way back from work. Or, you know, I can have my husband swing by, you know, if, if he's stationed with me, um, which, you know, we've been in a stage where we're not. And so, 
those are things to think about. Another great thing about online ordering is actually that it saves your staples. It saves your orders from the past. And so oftentimes you have those things like easily accessible to you to just like add to your cart really quickly. And so again, that can just reduce that time. So when you're doing the grocery list, you know, you should have that list of your staples of regardless of what your meals look like for the week. These are the things I know I'm going to have to stock up on. I know I'm going to have to get milk. I know I'm going to have to get eggs. You know, what are the things that your family needs? Probably some produce, you know, your go-tos like apples, oranges, bananas, berries, yogurts, whatever your family eats on a regular basis that isn't necessarily going into your meals, but you know, you're going to be wanting for snack or breakfast items for lunch items, those kinds of things. So two things, if you don't have already as go-tos is write down that list of 10 to 15 family recipes, family meals that you can draw from on any given week for your meal planning. And then the second thing is that staples grocery list that you're going to then add to with whatever your meals are for the week. In addition to that, once you have gone shopping, obviously you're going to be unloading everything. And I want you to really pay attention to how you're organizing your fridge and make sure you're putting things away mindfully based on what your plan is to use them. So keep in mind, if you have a plan to use certain meats by certain times, let's just say later in the week, but they expire earlier, just take note of those expiration dates and make sure that you're throwing something in the freezer if it's not going to be good still by the time you're going to end up using it, right? So maybe intuitive, but sometimes I forget this step and I'm like, oh no, like my meat is expired and I forgot to use it. And then, you know, you end up with the food waste and you're like, you have to adapt your, your schedule schedule um, for your meal plan for that week and stuff like that. So just, just a quick tip to make sure that you remember that step in the process. So getting back home from the grocery, probably managing the kids needs and trying to get this stuff into the fridge to take that extra moment, quickly look at your meal plan again, and keep that in mind as you're putting things away. The next thing to do number five is to begin prepping and batch cooking components. So whether you do this immediately following, you know, arrival from the grocery store or whether you do this later, most of us are going to do our grocery shopping probably on the weekend. And so that's the time that we're also going to have to do a little bit of extra preparation for the week. And so this is when I want you to start batch preparing. So whether that time is dedicated immediately after you get back from the grocery store or whether this time is dedicated, you know, let's just say early mornings on Saturdays, early morning Sundays, or a little bit Sunday afternoon is going to be your, your batch prep, batch cooking time. The goal is less of, okay, I got to make all my meals ahead of time fully, but it's more so how can I reduce the cooking from scratch time for myself later this week? So think about we're preparing some components to then piece together meals so that we're not having to cook from scratch when we get into the craziness of the work week when we, you know, we don't have very much time in the evenings because we're trying, you know, we might get home from work by like six or even later PM. And then we're like trying to get, you know, a healthy meal on the table for our family and enjoy that time together. We're trying to get the bedtime routine going. We're trying to hopefully have some quality time with them before they go to bed and you know, have to wake up super early the next day to get them out the door. So I know how crazy it is and how rushed we can feel. So we, we want to minimize that time that we have to spend actively cooking during the actual work weeks. So that's my goal for you here. So we're not necessarily prepping full meal and pre-portioning. We're not going to be, you know, trying to cook one or two things and eating microwaving the same thing every single meal of the week. Like that's just not sustainable and also just not enjoyable. And so I want you to think about instead cooking some components that you can then just put together your meals with later, or you can just make things easier for yourself through the week. And so I want to give you some examples here. So most of us are probably going to have, you know, when you start this process, you're going to identify, here's some components that I can 
prep for myself and my family on a weekly basis. And here, here's my staples. And then you're going to have some components that are related to your meals that you've decided that you're planning for the next few days of that week. And that's probably the best way to do it is looking at, you know, what are the staples I want to kind of do on a regular basis? And then what are my things that are going to be based on my meals? So some staples for me include boiling some eggs, roasting or steaming some veggies, um, usually some potatoes or some, you know, either rice, quinoa or some kind of grains uh, or some kind of pasta, some kind of meats, whether it's I'm browning some ground meat or I'm shredding rotisserie chicken or I'm making meatballs in the oven. I'm throwing some meat in the instant pot or the crock pot. I'm doing, you know, a chili in the crock pot. The best way to do this that I found, and I talked about this in my previous episode on some meal prep tips and planning as well. Episode 26 is to try to have different items in a whole bunch of different appliances all at the same time. So you're really maximizing your time in the kitchen. You know, let's just say you got something in the Instant Pot, you got something in the crock pot, you got something in the oven, you got something on the stovetop, you got something in a toaster oven, something in an air fryer. So depending on what appliances you have, you know, you may not have every single one of these, but whatever you've got, you know, if you've got a rice cooker, these are all great. So use all the things that you have at the same time if you can, you know, and Typically, I've got this little egg cooker that's awesome, but it makes perfect boiled eggs and it's super hands off. You just put them in and 10 minutes later, perfect boiled eggs come out. So like that's when I've always got going, you know, usually I've got some veggies roasting in the oven or some potatoes roasting in there, something in my toaster oven, usually like green beans or something like that. I've got maybe a rice in the rice cooker, some kind of a meat either in a crock pot, an air fryer, or I'm browning something on the stove top. Another one that tends to be a go-to for me is energy balls, either made of oats, nut butter, etc., or muffins so that I've got something that's like a quick grab and go for me early in the morning, or I'm doing egg muffins or an egg quiche kind of a thing where I get to throw that in the oven and I can throw, you know, eggs, um, some veggies, all kinds of good stuff in there that then lasts me, you know, a number of days into the week. Another thing that I really recommend is pre-portioning some of your snacks for the week. So maybe it's pre-portioning nuts or nut butter to pack with an apple, pre-portioning veggies like carrots, cucumbers, tomatoes, bell peppers, broccoli to munch on, again, with some of the maybe pre-portioned hummus or some kind of a dip. Maybe it's overnight oats that you're preparing. It's just really helpful if you pre-portion a bunch of your snacks all at the same time because then you don't have to do that like every single night as you prepare for the next day, packing your lunch, you're like starting all over again, but you can make it kind of like an assembly line. So I have some more keys to that process in episode 26. So I, I recommend going and listening to that. My big tip for you is really multitasking using the various devices and cooking methods. So you're really optimizing the time spent in the kitchen. So you shouldn't have to be spending any more than one to two hours of hands-on time here preparing and you will have be so much more ahead for the week and that is my goal for you I always, always, always recommend anytime you're cooking, just think about making larger batches of what you're already making. So cooking double so you can have leftovers for lunches. I mean, that already is going to save you a ton of time and a ton of money. So you're not going and buying lunches every single day. You know, it's going to help you eat healthier for those lunch periods. So you're not grabbing things that are quick food to go. That's usually like fast food options. Another thing too is you know, you're, you're taking the same amount of time to cook it. You might as well make it go farther by cooking more at the same time as you're cooking it anyways. There's so many other efficiencies in the kitchen that can just come with growing in our skill set in this. So I just recommend just being open to learning new strategies and just continue to make that learning process fun for yourself. Step number six is to clean up. So get into the habit of cleaning as you go and it's just going to make it a lot easier. I know I'm, I haven't always been the best at this in the past, but the more I'm growing in it, the easier it is. And you know, you don't have all the drudgery of, oh my gosh, now I've got to clean up this mountain of dishes at the end of the night. Nobody, nobody wants to do that. 
full permission, you don't have to do this all in one sitting. You can totally spread this out throughout your week in little pockets of time that work for you. And the more you can simplify it, it doesn't all have to look one way. Adapt it to your life, the better. And that's one of my charges for you in this process is to make this work for you. So I roasted a spaghetti squash. It usually takes a good amount of time in the oven. So I threw that thing in the oven. Once it was soft enough, I cut it in half and then I roasted the rest of it. Then I pulled out all the insides of this, the good stuff, the spaghetti squash, and then I threw it in a Tupperware and I put it in the fridge, did not touch it for an entire day. So that was Sunday afternoon in addition to some of my other prep that I did. Then Monday comes around, once the kids are in bed um, and I was getting some other stuff done around the house, I then did the rest of that preparation for a full meal and so I made a spaghetti squash lasagna. So all I did was I took out that spaghetti squash that was ready to go because it was already you know pre-prepared and I then just browned a little bit of meat, ground up meat, and I threw that in layered with spaghetti squash and some sauce and some fresh mozzarella cheese on top and then I threw that in the oven to bake for whatever it was, 30, 40 minutes voila i took out one pre-portioned lunch size amount for myself for the next day threw all that into the fridge and it's good to go and there there's a family meal for multiple days and multiple lunches and that was super quick and easy but just the key takeaways there is you know you can do this in intervals so i did part of it one day part of it the next day and i did it in times that worked for me i had some time in the afternoon when my kids are playing once i got back from the grocery store to do that preparation of the spaghetti squash and then i also had some time you know once my kids are in bed where slow stress you know I could take that time do it I could throw a podcast on that's what I did and I enjoyed that time and so it can be however you want it to look but I just encourage you you know make it easier for yourself for your work nights when you've got less time so one key to this system that I really want to emphasize to you is the importance of those go-to meals the 10 to 15 recipes that kind of tried and true for your family I really, really want to reinforce the importance of keeping recipe searching separate from meal planning. I fell into this trap so much in my early motherhood and I'm like, no wonder it took so much time. I felt like I was constantly worrying about this is because I was constantly scouring Pinterest spending hours even trying to find recipes and it, it drains so much time and energy it's like this huge time suck and we can get into the rabbit hole of research and so now i really try to make sure i see and i keep recipe searching separate from my meal planning and preparation because it's super easy to, to sit down to meal plan and something that should take literally no more than five minutes 10 minutes max you know when you're looking at your schedule ahead and doing the inventory and then sitting down and meal planning it should probably take no more than 10 minutes but what should have been taking 10 minutes was taking me hour or at least like 30, 40 minutes because I was getting sucked into Pinterest, blog posts, and all the things looking at these beautiful recipes. No, 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 no. This is a rabbit hole. Do not get sucked into it. Keep recipe searching as like something separate that you do. So if you want to do that, great. But set aside a separate time for it. Don't combine the activities because it's going to end up wasting a lot of your time. That is part one. Meet me back here for the next episode where we're going to dive into five ways to make cooking easier and make it way simpler. And then I'm going to go through six of the most common mistakes and pitfalls that I see people making that really hold you up in this process. And I don't want you to get stuck there. So go ahead and meet me back right there.